Uh, this is Zabe, and with me, I have yet another uh, for yet another episode and a very good discussion. I'm pretty sure, uh, Sarosh. Sarosh, how's it going? Hey, salam, Zabe. Doing well. How about you? Doing well, as always, man. Um, so, what we are here uh, gathered to talk about is literally even something that I just shared with you. Mm-hmm. So yes, you're still still like uh, marinating fresh in your mind. Yeah. So, uh, but it's a very interesting thing. That's not something that I'm pretty sure that you haven't ever thought about. Uh, mm-hmm. It's certainly not something that I I don't spend thinking time thinking about. Like mm-hmm. it's a very important thing that I wanted to exercise in terms of having a discussion, and we were planning to have another discussion. And uh, thank God we hashtag, did it for the time being. Hashtag yeah, Ali, Bhai, yeah. Ali Bhai goes missing again, but yeah. uh, uh, this I, gives us an opportunity for me to dive into some of the uh, archive discussions that I like. I write it down when I get something in my mind. When I think about something, I think about it. तो मैं उसको जाके अपने मोबाइल में ना नोट्स में लिख देता हूँ कि यार एक्सप्लोर दिस थॉट कि क्यों है एंड यूजुअली इट 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 इनिशिएट्स फ्रॉम अ फीलिंग दैट आई मे हैव लाइक अगर मैं कोई इफ आई फील स्ट्रांगली आई ट्राई एंड वाई डिड आई फील दिस वे कि मुझे ये इमोशनल रिएक्शन क्यों वॉट ट्रिगर दिस इमोशनल रिएक्शन एंड देन आई थिंक अबाउट कि अच्छा मे बी देर इज अ प्रिंसिपल दैट आई hold dear to and this particular thing is going against it and that's mm-hmm. where i feel like okay now we need to elaborate and you know articulate this so um we're talking about uh false equivalencies in general yeah. uske around bahut sari cheezein aa jati hain neutrality aa jati hai um but for someone who has no idea about this term how would you describe this term how would you describe what is a false equivalency term i think uh the term in itself defines itself really well it's taking two concepts that really have nothing to do with each other and elevating them to uh um as a balance as a, on a balancing scale trying to say a if a then b even if b has nothing to do with a uh, okay. i guess and i think uh, a example is warranted and i'll go with something light and easy right um because obviously this is going to get further uh, more as we complicated But, uh, we're just talking about you know kaleji or liver uh, as uh, bagreed or idolaza is tomorrow uh, right. and in india and pakistan eating the liver of the animal is considered really you know a delicacy for instance you like uh, liver yes i do uh, i don't now a false equivalency would be oh you like liver that means you like to torture all animals <laughs> like doesn't really make sense because in reality you were not involved in the sacrifice of that animal most likely unless you have a farm or you're a farmer or you yeah. um, are at hajj even in pakistan and india and elsewhere wherever they are doing qurbani for instance hmm. if i recall correctly it's not the the men of the house you actually call a butcher to come and do that for you if i recall correctly so you're not involved in that but it's an example of false equivalency right or a better example would be you know if uh you know and I, this is going to be a little extreme but uh, the example you used earlier okay oh you know um just because i uh like you know i am neutral because you know the the left is very extreme and they have violent people and very you know crazy crackpot ideas out there at the same time I'm against all these fascists and these neo-Nazis where it's like okay well on one hand you have you know anti-fascists or the antifa uh-huh. who are literally they're not coming after you a non-fascist a a quote-unquote moderate and trying to beat you down you know with tiki torches in front of your house and try to uh, like burn a cross or something whereas on uh, the neo nazis and you know members of they the- don't create existential crisis basically exactly exactly and so that is a a better example of a false equivalence mm. and this is this is where i want to like i think it's a great great point you bring up bring up because isi isi ke round discussion karni hai hame 
के इन पोलिटिकल स्फेयर्स बिकॉज देर इज दिस इज मी ट्राइंग टू एनालाइज दिस बिकॉज देर इज सो मच डिवाइसिवनेस बिकॉज देर इज सो मच पोलराइजेशन नॉट जस्ट इन दूनाइटेड स्टेट्स बट एवरीवेयर अभी यू के अंदर क्या चल रहा है layman people or normal people who don't have time i would mm-hmm. say capacity but just i'm just give them like hostness san rakhte hue bolunga time nahi hai sochne ka they they gravitate towards neutrality by saying ke you know what ye udhar bhi shor ho raha hai idhar bhi shor ho raha hai i'm just going to stay here neutral aur mujhe tang na karo like i i don't neutrality is complacency they complacent they're happy and they're content um I might be diving into uh, again. I just feel crazy. Okay, but what do I do? I'm just. Go on, go on. Go on. But Sorry. but uh, uh, there was a very interesting personality called. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't remember his name. Yeah, who was the who was the the arbitrator between uh, Muawiyah and Imam Ali after Safin? It is the founder of the Ashari school's great grandfather, Abu Musa Al Ashari. Abu Musa Al Ashari. There you go. So the Ashari, I, by the way, the Ashari creed in the Ahle Sunnah wal Jamaa come there. They come from this guy. Okay, so this guy. So this guy. Uh, no offense yeah. to my many brothers. No, no offense there, but it's just a fact of history that this guy mm-hmm. was a neutral, uh, quote unquote neutral, because uh, uh, if any one of you have seen. uh the the movie shahid akufa in english mm-hmm. or urdu or uh, on no, read uh, read about him ha read, read books of history so you will see that this person in when it when there was uh, this this conflict between imam ali and muawiya battle of safin he said you know what udhar bhi shor ho raha hai udhar bhi violence hai aur udhar bhi kuch hai mera problem hai aur idhar bhi problem hai to hum neutral honge aur hum is cheez ko ek एक तरीके से रिजॉल्व करेंगे इन दैट पर्टिकुलर मैटर और अभी अब तो ये तो हम मुस्लिम स्कूल यार there's so much noise over there and there's so much noise over here wahan to phir bhi aap thoda sa leave de sakte ho because there are two armies literally two people with arms mm. fighting one another so you can mm. easily for a layman to for to walk into that scenario you can easily see yaar idhar bhi jung ho rahi hai idhar bhi jung jo log khade mein to you know what i'm just going to walk away to aapko to phir bhi thoda sa leave de sakte ho us us scenario mein jis scenario ki main baat kar raha hu and you would you also touched upon the left and the right generally mm-hmm. not just in the united states in pakistan and uh, india for example as well especially india uh, yeah. especially india to jo left hai the you can have many issues with the left we we have i have many issues with the left i have documented them uh, on my mm-hmm. podcast we've discussed uh, about them like very openly mm-hmm. and you can have issues with the right but there's no way that you can draw equivalency between these two polar opposites by suggesting just because of the fact that they are extreme to the the center सेंटर के अगर वो इस साइड पर है तो वो लेफ्ट है इस साइड पर है तो राइट है तो इट मींस दोनों एक्सट्रीम्स हैं ठीक है टेक्निकली ऑन अगर मैं सिर्फ उसकी डिस्क्रिप्शन बात करूं यस दे आर एक्सट्रीम्स टू द सेंटर बट दे आर नॉट द सेम इसको फॉल्स इक्विवेलेंट से कहते हैं जिसके ऊपर मैं बात करना चाह रहा था सिमिलरली अबू मुसाशरी वॉज 
I I would think uh, exercising the same sort of logic that we're condemning almost here is that that either be extremities hain, either be extremities and no. Especially in that instance, where when Rasulullah is endorsing someone uh, prior to his his death, and everyone in the uh, under the sun knows about who that person is, then that is not a question that you are neutral. Ho. Um, at the same point, side point, I'm putting it. I know very controversial, but I'm side bar. Take it. I'm going to go I'm not going to spend too much time. But Hazrat Zubair ki baat ki jati hai, right? That he left uh, Jamal. He left Jamal. Yes. Right? yes. And he recognized that uh, uh, this is this not the right thing to do. This is not yeah. the right thing to do. He left. Yeah. Me, in my in my very very humble opinion. I also suggest that that is not also the right thing to do. Because when Haq and when the right has come in front of you, for example, Rasulullah has come in Rasulullah has come in front Now you walking away, are you still going to go to Jannah after that? No. Because you have been now given the, the message. Now mm-hmm. it's upon you to either accept it or reject it. You walking away, is there's no such thing in neutrality when it comes to Haq or Matir, right? <laughs> so him walking away, sometimes people take that as a, at least he had some courage to recognize that he... No, I think if there's a a level for him to really turn it around, like Hur did. Hur could have walked away and said, you know what, Imam Hussain on one side, is he, I don't know, you know what, I'm just going to refrain. No, he said, you know what, I'm going to fight from the other side. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, the idea here is that false equivalencies are such a menace in my opinion that public discourse is such a menace because when a non-starter becomes a when I say that for example, if you are lefty if you are supporting like free college or if you are saying that uh, healthcare you are a biased agenda what do you mean biased agenda? So it's just I think- decency what I want to say, I think the issue here, the underlying issue, is, and false equivalency, I think, is a is a arsenal for these people, right? Yeah. Is the fact that they see being neutral as virtuous. Hmm. Neutrality is seen as a virtue. Why is it seen as a virtue? Let me let's get away from religion because obviously you probably have listeners who are not Muslims who who may be like who are these you know we don't care about these people yeah all these people let's talk about you see a rape victim rape victim is screaming on top of her lungs or his lungs right and the rapist is also screaming and trying to shut them down. Are you gonna say oh I'm gonna be neutral and I'm not gonna you know listen to either side because they're being both being loud and extreme? Or are you going to look at that and say, no, there is a victim of rape here who is screaming for justice. And then there is the oppressor, the rapist, who's also screaming, but to suppress the uh, the victim. Yep. And is you cannot have a neutrality there. Or equality on paper, or equality on paper, to banti hai. Exactly, Both there's no, screaming. they're not equal, it, equal. Exactly, but it's false equivalency is what the. It is indeed, indeed. On the paper surface of it, आपको लगता है कि यार orange भी round है और apple भी round है, तो ये दोनों एक ही चीज होंगी. No, it's literally, you know, pun intended, apples and oranges. It is indeed, indeed. तो तो हाँ बोलो बोलो. But that's the thing, right? Like you. They they're hiding behind false equivalency because they don't want to have these real conversations. Exactly, exactly. And that is the uh, the question that needs to be asked. Uh, like for instance, you mentioned you know, uh, for instance in the U.S. right, like education for all, uh, free healthcare, Medicare, Medicare, yeah. Medicare, Medicare for all. Um, no, let's just stick with those two. For instance, right, uh, student debt forgiveness. Uh, getting rid of you know having what i want to ask the people who are you know being neutral right how is that a good thing what you're saying what's good in there how are how is someone who is trying to better their life right uh let's say you know you have a child who was born in oakland or in uh you know southern california uh in compton right 
whether it's Chicago, yeah, wherever, right? Yeah, Chicago, uh, South Side of Chicago, and they went, uh, and they're trying to school go to school. They're trying their best, but the best they can do is go to a state school, and they have to take massive on debts. I'll tell you my my own story. Okay, I from my undergraduate, I have about forty k in debt. I'll be honest, that keeps me up at night. And for anyone who's asking, I'm saying the the GoFundMe page right now for for yeah. uh, our our friend Sarosh here. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, and by the way, I am. And, and anybody looking to get pumps, I am a needy Sayed. I'll, <laughs> I'll gladly take it. <laughs> Joking, obviously, but um, no, but like, but no, I, but not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say no. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but all jokes aside, right? Like, there, I I I know people that are, you know they have to take compromising positions in life because of these jobs. I know people that want to go to school. They're really passionate and they, you know, they would be really great at, at the school that they want to go to and, you know, get an education and better themselves in life, but they can't. Why? Because there's a barrier to entry, which is the student debt and the cost of education, the ever exponentially rising cost of education in the United States. Medical bills. I knew a gentleman who had uh, his uh, accounting degree and his MBA from University of California, LA in the 80s. This man had a heart attack. He had a young son and a young wife. And this, I know uh, this is uh, someone, I know them from 2006 to 2009. I knew them, uh, 2010. I knew them uh, and they live up in Southern Cal uh, in uh, North, uh, North Bay in like uh, in Petaluma. And this man had to work at a gas station, working, you know, just above minimum wage. Why? Because if he continued his, you know, six-figure salary, he wouldn't have enough money. He wouldn't qualify to uh, for the medical um, assistance that he needed. The, his medica- He couldn't afford his medication. He couldn't afford his doctor's bills. Right. right. So how is someone you know, and a well-educated person who has to compromise like this, how can you say, oh, you know, if you're asking for this, this is, you know, you're an extremist. How is that extreme? And even if it is extreme, how are you, what is so noble about your neutral position of, oh yeah, we should have student debt and we should have, you know, um, all this um, this other nonsense that they, they are always pushing, right? Like, Right. How, how are you, how is how is that person who's struggling with medical debt or student debt? How are they equivalent to someone who literally tried to overthrow the the federal government on January sixth of twenty twenty one? Your example is Are you hearing feedback? But I can hear myself for some reason. I'm not. Hello, hello. Hello. Okay. Hello. I think hello. much better. Okay. So, is my argument when when mm-hmm. you say things like free college or uh, Medicare for all? It's a very pathetic mm-hmm. argument, but I have to, I'll put it, it anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, how are you going to pay for it? It's unrealistic. It's like uh, 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 you know, a uh, very idealistic uh, position to be in, and hence they move away from it. So, unke liye, then my counter argument is that let them leave. That positions are idealistic or wrong. Do you believe in these principles? Number one, do you believe that it's a right for every human being to have their uh, uh, health care covered by the state? Their, their education, their, education, their, exactly. their, their basic necessities, basic, basic necessities, their survival kit to be covered by mm-hmm. the state. Is that a necessity you feel like human rights? I think more of them, uh, and this is me again, keeping a lot of husnazan, assuming that they'll say yes. The problem realistic. Okay, then you come up with an idea that achieves the same thing. Well, I have an idea. Okay. Military industrial complex, take money from there. Why? If you if you if you're going to poke holes into these 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 the other argument then that come I with seen, an answer. The the other argument that I've seen is well, I had to pay my debt for society. I had to go through all this. And you know, I should. Why should I have to pay? 
I did it, so why shouldn't that person have to pay? So you're happy that you know uh, 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 the airline industry got billions of dollars of relief at the start of the pandemic because of how they uh, uh, you know poorly placed themselves in the market, or or 2008 where banks and uh, these financial yeah, all, all institutions. Yeah, exactly. They were they, they were bankrupting yeah. left, right, and center. You're you're okay paying for that then? Because how is how is them? Well, I don't uh, have control over that. Fucking hell! I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's, just because they, it. It, there isn't because the problem is you want to be neutral. So what we need to start with is yes. neutrality is not a virtue. There is hawk and there's bata. Hmm. There's the truth and there's falsehood, and Again, I think this goes back to this whole concept of us being really comfortable with the lifestyle we're living. Yes. And we feel like, oh, immigrant debt, no, the immigrant tax or whatever bullshit they want to come up with. And, you know, like leave the country if you don't like it. I mean, no. Uh, the thing is, there's something that's inherently wrong and, excuse my French, fucked up with the system. Yep. 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 And the fact that you are not personally detrimentally affected by it at this very moment so you think we shouldn't do anything about it shows that you as a human being are a very shitty human being and this is going out to my muslim brothers and sisters especially what's the point of you praying to allah so well you know why are you even relying on allah why are you you're against handouts why are you going to allah for a handout (laughs) Because a lot of these people, they're like, oh, we're against handouts. So why do you go to Allah for a handout? Why do you pray? Because is, is your du'as and hajat, are they not a handout? Then the, then the concept of charity goes face first flat on, on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone, apparently, left lefty or righty or centrist or neutral or non-neutral, everyone believes in the concept of charity. So I think if anyone ha- is against handouts, the first thing that they should do is abolish charity, charity. And, yes. and criminalize it to an extent where mm-hmm. say, no, how dare you hand out to this this poor guy or kids in hospitals and whatever. The, the problem Don't is there are, people, there are people that actually are on board with this. They're called libertarians. Right, that's what I'm saying. They benefit from it, tax credits. So they actually don't even believe in the principle of giving for just giving, right? Because mm-hmm. they want to take credits for it. That's why uh, when people talk about the likes of Bill Gates and you know, Elon Musk, all these guys, yeah. that that they give so much in charity, mm-hmm. I would be interested because they have tax credits. Oh yeah, they, I, it's I would be right on. I would I would salute them if they mm-hmm. would say, "Okay, I'm going to give this billion dollar in." charity and burn the receipts mm-hmm. exactly okay philanthropy again like it's not such a stupid word it's a philanthropist what is a philanthropist philanthropist it's 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 like it's it's a good question right okay what is a philanthropist if that's someone person, with money who is basically fetishizing charities and if that person is doing charity or mm-hmm doing social work to gain tax benefits is that still that person still a philanthropist oh. if, again with it it's not it's not materialistic ho chuki hai cheez ke humne ko tags laga diye according my favorite philosopher one of my favorite philosophers of contemporary times uh rene gedon who actually converted to islam and uh, was a follower of the shahadali tariqah in egypt this is the Kali Yuga. This is, and the Kali Yuga is in the Hindu doctrine, of the, or the, I would rather say the Indic doctrine of the Vedantas. The Kali Yuga is the final Yuga, the, the materialistic age. Or in the Greco-Roman um, sphere, it would be the Iron Age, right? The, the blatant material worship. Yeah. No. So what I was thinking as well, okay, there is, um, if you further dissect this behavior, there are certain mm-hmm. things that I I, uh, I try and understand as to like, why people go, first of all, they create false equivalencies. False mm-hmm. equivalences lead to them believing that there's noise at both uh, both, uh, both uh, sides of the 
both sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And then they convince themselves, okay, because there's noise on both sides, us staying neutral is the best outcome or is the best way for us to uh, uh, mm-hmm. attack this or or approach this circumstance. Mm-hmm. If you further dissect that behavior, which is something that mm-hmm. I love doing, like behavioral dissection, why are you doing this? So I think that behind because I think fitratan, inherently, human beings are gravitated towards a position. It's not that human beings like animals can just keep walking straight and no, they don't worry mm-hmm. about anything happening. Mm-hmm. I think this is also an indication of that because themselves convincing themselves of uh, noise in both positions, they feel mm-hmm. like both parties are wrong. Mm-hmm. And them staying neutral is automatically the right option. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By process of elimination, if I'm wrong, then I'm going to right at least. Wrong to only okay. you know what I mean? Because if we have established this, that both are noise and both sides are mm-hmm. issues, then when I'm going to the right, it will be That's, I think, in their head, uh, how they are uh, justifying uh, this, justifying this, articulating it. If you go deep, you will not get anything from it. What do you have to say about that? Okay. A lot of the times it's that and then also that is coupled with um, mm-hmm. this 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 lack of uh, uh, courage to pick a side. Why do you think that's the case? Well, why do you think like people gravitate towards neutrality because A, either they, they feel like both sides are wrong or B, they just feel lazy and scared to, to pick I, a side. I, I think that's uh, it's more of that lazy and not lazy but scared. Because we inherently, we are, psychologically speaking, so, uh, biologically speaking, humans are social animals, right? We, we can agree on that. Yes. We like being liked, and we like other people to like us. Yes. We don't want to go with anything controversial because that means someone like us. us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we don't want, even like, and it's, it's, it's interesting, like, if you look at social media, right, online, like people are posting things and then they'll take their post down when they see that there's backlash. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think a great example of that is Bella Hadid. What about the recent thing that you just saw with, uh, have you heard about the whole uh, controversy surrounding, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who who said that I will not uh, yeah, I'm just gonna name him. Uska. Abhi pe Paris me aaya raha tha search pe. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Oh, what did you say now? Oh, you've not been following no. abhi recently, kya hua? So no, Jordan no. Peterson. Um, Jordan Peterson recently called, out, like, put out a tweet mm-hmm. uh, uh, where, for some reason, he addressed uh, Ellen Page. Remember this actress who? Yeah, Elliot the, now. Elliot Page now. Now Elliot Page. Mm-hmm. So, and he said that I would, uh, I would die rather than taking my tweet down because in which in in a tweet in which he called Ellen Page, oh, sorry Elliot Page, Ellen Page. So, what you have talked about is people feel scared to be uh, confronted, and that's why they take tweets down because they don't want to be looked at as controversial. What do you say about this instance where? You know, one person wants to be referred to as Elliot, right? Mm-hmm. They have no association with the previous life that they supposedly mm-hmm. had. Do you feel like in that instance, that is the wrong usage of sticking to one's point or staying controversial? Because in by your definition, if he had mm-hmm. taken his tweet down, then he's also in the mm-hmm. same realm of like being neutral. You know, then this is going to piss off a lot of people, especially those on the left. What I'm about to say. I respect Mr. Peterson. I disagree with him. He's wrong, in my opinion, for ever stating that. But having said that, at least I can say with Mr. Peterson, he has conviction, and he's willing uh, to. Is that really the uh, the hill that he wants to die on? I don't know. I personally wouldn't. First of all, I wouldn't even comment on that. First of all, if we were talking about the actual tweet, 
it doesn't matter to and he was suspended on twitter by the way following that yeah the thing with uh, uh, with mr peterson i would say is first of all it's none of your goddamn business right mm-hmm. uh she's uh, or she or he whatever they de- identify themselves as are not your relative okay their lifestyle or anybody's lifestyle yeah does not directly impact you and if it does that's when you need to take a stance see again this is another false equivalency right Right. Where he's like, oh, I'm being a martyr for the cause. What, what cause? There was no cause. <laughs> there was no cause, yeah. This person did legally followed the thing. Now, if you nobody's saying that you need to become um, from Jordan Peterson to a Jordana Peterson. Right. Nobody's right. like that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, no one's forcing you to become, you know, to uh, accept her. Like, you, you can have... Here's the thing. I think people uh, falsely, and this is a false equivalency, where they equate refusing to express your opinions on everything to having a neutral stance on everything. Or having an opinion on everything. We'll not talk and not give our two cents. Or we'll just talk about every Tom, Dick and Harry opinion. Exactly. So again, again, वो, वो से एक extreme version of false equivalency है. Exactly. Exactly. So what is interesting because going by uh, I feel like human beings and analysts and we know our favorite analyst. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't have to name our favorite analyst. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you don't have to. I, I can, but I, I won't. Please do. No, no, please do. Please do. Faraz bhai. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's uh, a great... Look. I, think so Faraz, I respect uh, him. I have the utmost respect for him. I don't agree uh, with him 100% of the time, but again, he's an analyst. I'm telling you that he's an um, he's an analyst but mm-hmm. like all due respect he's not like by profession an analyst he's mm-hmm. he, he's by profession someone else so mm-hmm. I also don't want to yeah, uh, for example if Faraz Bhai not that he says but for mm-hmm. example Faraz Bhai comes and says that you call me a journalist so I'm not gonna like mm-hmm. come on like mm-hmm. you're not a journalist yeah. with all due respect I'm like then I'm a journalist I'm a journalist you're a person with an opinion I just like me so uh, mm-hmm. what people like him sometimes mm-hmm. take a plea off when they mm-hmm. talk when they say neutrality or fetishization ho chuki hamari society ke andar analysts ke andar specifically that they like to take the unpopular uh, side you know the yeah. unpopular they, they like to be the devil's advocate or they like to be different ki mm-hmm. masla agar if the tide is going one way i'm going to stay here and just that's why I'm different because the opposite of free thinker is bandwagonist you are a follower and you are an ant for the record we do want to clarify we're just using Faraz Bhai as an example we're not saying that he actually is doing that no, 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 I'm not saying that exactly I'm telling you that people are in their mind but uh, I'm pretty sure Faraz Bhai, Jobin's views, hai, he has mm-hmm. good reasons to believe them. Exactly. I hope, I hope. But, Hosna uh, uh, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, most of people, like, or analysts, mm-hmm. they like to take the unpopular or the neutral stance because they feel mm-hmm. like if in matter of choosing a left and right, they are like neutral, that means I'm automatically different. So neutral, ka, jo different, ka, jo coolness factor. Fetish, a, coolness yeah. factor haan, there you go. Yeah. The coolness wala factor, hota na, ke, dekho, I'm so cool, ke, bhai, pehle si bata I think mm-hmm. that is also an issue, because it's a psychological problem, hota hai, ke people like mm-hmm. to stay cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, even if the 99% because the majority is not always right I agree majority mm-hmm. is not always right mm-hmm. but there are instances where majority is right for example everyone mm-hmm. thinks murder is wrong mm-hmm. so I don't I just because majority is have that opinion so I automatically just because I'm just and, have, and by the way what it is it's actually a word for it contrarian contrarian people, there you go people some people love to play the role of a contrarian 
और इसमें भी अगेन वही है इसमें भी इट्स अमेजिंग दैट वी हैव चोजन दिस डिस्कशन बिकॉज़ हर चीज में कॉन्सेप्टुअलिज्म है एक या तो आप कंट्रेरियन होंगे या कन्फॉर्मिस्ट होंगे यस तो अगेन वही होता है ना कि लोग दे वांट टू पिक साइड्स दे वांट टू से अच्छा एक तरफ कन्फॉर्मिस्ट है एक तरफ कंट्रेरियन है तो अब मैं कुछ भी नहीं बनूंगा या मैं कंट्रेरियन बन जाऊंगा या मैं कन्फॉर्मिस्ट बनूंगा दोनों ही रॉन्ग है इन दैट एंड इसमें दिस एक्चुअली रिमाइंड मी ऑफ अनदर दिस एक्चुअली एडिंग टू दिस पॉइंट आई थिंक द पीपल हैव अ गुड इंटेंशन राइट दे वांट टू बी बैलेंस्ड and being balanced is good we should be balanced in our approach but what how do you describe balance and neutrality kyunki people blurry blur the lines between the two that's a problem it's unfortunately in modern english balance and neutrality have become synonymous but they're different yes. just like i i will put out there equality and justice are not synonymous let's go yes. with equality we can use that right and yes. i think that can like balance to me is more like justice and neutrality is more like equality neutrality means i am not going to pick a side balance and remember balance means you need to balance it out you need to weigh both sides contextualize yeah and then that doesn't mean that you come out and say both are right you you pick a side but you've taken a measured and balanced approach you have looked uh, you have looked at the facts or if you haven't looked at the facts what you do is you you say look it's not that you're saying i don't pick a side you're like i don't have the information enough right now to make that informed decision there's a difference between that and being neutral right Which exactly are, uh, one thing is admitting uh um one's own know, shortcomings shortcomings and, and the other is ke knowingly picking no side ke bhai nahi mujhe to side pick karni nahi kyunki mera rozi roti meri rozi roti chal rahi hai usko chalne do acha us pe kya kahoge what do you say about people do you think having picking a side is a very elitist standpoint no because people suggest that people suggest for example blm theek hai na ab main jaao niklu blm ki protest mein jaao hissa lo ya for example shia sunni fasadat ho rahe hain pakistan for example right ऑफिस जाना होता है तुम्हारा अपना बिजनेस है तुम कारोबार चलाते हो तुम्हें तुम एक उस 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 कंफर्ट पोजीशन में हो कि वेयर यू कैन पिक अ साइड व्हाट आई मीन फॉर एग्जांपल यूनाइटेड स्टेट्स यूनाइटेड स्टेट्स और चाइना और रशिया कैन पिक अ साइड पाकिस्तान ईरान और नेपाल के नॉट बिकॉज़ व्हाई कैन दैट्स व्हाट आई एम सेइंग लुकस लोग ये समझते हैं कि हम लोग साइड इसलिए पिक क्योंकि हमारे पास वो लग्जरी नहीं है तो हेंस टू से अगेन फॉल्स इक्विवेलेंसी हेंस टू से Okay, picking sides is the uh, is the nature of someone who has a luxury. So it means you have to be in that luxury to pick a side. What do you say to that? I would say the fact that especially when you see an injustice happening in your community or your society, or you know, you see America or Russia or China bullying other nations and your uh, your refusal to stand up to them, that shows. less uh, that speaks uh, less about their elitism and more about your privilege if i'm uh, for instance as a model minority um educated heterosexual male living in uh, austin texas if i can um you know choose not to speak about an injustice felt by someone of african american descent by the police because reality my next door neighbor uh, down the street actually not well across the street is a cop good relationships with the guy good guy i know that i pay my uh, bills may uh, i don't do anything illegal or i am not going to ever get caught you know driving a vehicle that's not mine and get arrested or whatever inshallah it doesn't happen <laughs> like i'm not going to really run into the law and the law will 9 times out of 10 be on my side but it's not my uh, my elitism or my privilege that uh i am uh you know able to stand up and even if i do have that privilege 
that I should use that privilege because obviously this person who's being persecuted is not does not have that privilege lekin mai wo to kam se keh raha hu ke the thing is ki yahan par aake ye cheez thodi si confusing ho sakti hai when people suggest that picking a side and being bullish of one side for example iran let's say take iran as an example iran has national uh, natural resources oil and ke paas apna they have things so if you compare iran with let's say pakistan Mm-hmm. who depends on a lot of imports and depends on the world community f- to mm-hmm. function mm-hmm. so they can say yaar wo iran ke dekho yaar they are self sustaining so they have the luxury to take up a pick up a fight against the united states and israel we mm-hmm. don't have the luxury so therefore we're not going to pick a side so do you feel so like that's a legitimate argument no that's not why because it's like this i'll give you an example 2019 may december 2019 Me and some friends of mine, we put together a presentation at a masjid in Houston, where we talked about, and the the title of it was "Profits Over Profits." And her whole thing was, we took the military-industrial complex, right? Would you agree that as a Muslim, or as a peace-loving human being, should you be working for a company like Raytheon or Lockheed Martin or Boeing? Not on yeah. my morals or ethics have ethics have a say. Okay, so that's what we chose. Now there was a kid. He came up to me afterwards. He said, "My parents, for instance, they work in the oil and gas industry, and he's a petroleum engineer by trade, and he's done that for fifty years. And he's close over forty-five years. He's close to retirement. What would you say to him? Right. Like you know, he has a family. He has a house." He has a, um, you know, he's putting me and my siblings through college. Uh, we're, you know, all that. So, you know, this is technically speaking, uh, they're doing the same thing. And if they are to boycott the military-industrial complex, we should be boycotting Wall Street and uh, boycotting the oil and gas industry. My response to him was, Is it hubbul dunya or hubbul uh, nafs? Uh, is it hubbul nafs or hubbullah? Do you love God or do you love yourself? So yeah, it's yeah. Of course, it's not easy. I mean, nobody said like I mean, up uh, Iran's example. They didn't. Iran for the last forty years has been under sanctions. They didn't become self-reliant and self-sufficient because of the democracy. Okay, they did it because they had no other choice. Yeah. And the thing is, um, if you're seeing an injustice and you're worried about the consequences, then you have no conviction. You have no morality. You are, excuse my language, you are a prostitute because you're easily bought, and your your salary is your selling point. Your, your comfort is your uh, your selling price. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a very. Important argument. And I, think. And I know it's very really harsh. No, but... I agree. I agree. But that's the thing. Okay, uh, this is this is a good good place to wrap up the discussion as well. Okay, uh, making ethical and moral decisions. Nobody in any shape or form ever said that's going to be easy. Okay, no. because if it was easy, then everybody would be doing it. Okay, so that's uh, an argument in itself. So people when they come up with such like. intricacies of like conundrums ki yaar ab kya kare ab i my my i work in the insurance industry and you're saying ke uh, you know uh, insurance companies and these pharmaceutical com- companies profit off of our misfortunes and they are unethical and blah 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 so am should i now leave my job and start doing something else when i this is the only thing i know yes it's difficult conundrum tabhi to usko conundrum kehte hain but the question is to you कोई रूल तो और बना देगा कि आपको ये करना चाहिए बट द क्वेश्चन इज टूअर्स योर सेल्फ वट आर यू वट इज इम्पोर्टेंट टू यू इफ अनएथिकल प्रैक्टिस नॉट इम्पोर्टेंट टू यून बाई ऑल मीन कंटिन्यू टू बिकॉज तुम्हें अपनी कबर में जवाब देना है मुझे नहीं देना उस पर जवाब तो इफ यू आर एबल टू एक्सप्लेन दैट टू अल्लाह एंड अल्लाह इज एबल टूटिव बट नो बडी सेट दैट दिस इज गोइंग टू बी वेरी रोजी एंड ईजी Yeah, no, it's See, that. Exactly. So 
gratification at times ki abhi main ye decision le lu to mere jaan bach jayegi ha that's immediate gratification but in the long run will i be some someone that i proud of myself when i look at myself no if i am working at a you know a, you know industrial military industrial complex that's all i've learned to do if i if i stay there i'm going to sustain myself great but will i be able to look myself in the mirror long run my children will be proud of me no indeed uh, and i want to add on to that um, and in quoting amir al-mu'minin ali ibn abi talib when he was asked about um you know the battle of safina i believe it was uh that what should we do when people asked him i uh, should we fight should we stay he said in between uh, truth and falsehood there is no uh, neutrality you can be balanced but you can't be neutral yeah and you have to pick a side and when you're being neutral and you see an oppression happening you see an injustice happening guess what your neutrality is only on face value in reality you are on the side of the oppressor absolutely you cannot you cannot agree with that anymore and, i think uh, and according adolf hitler the uh, uh, way to wrap yeah, this up i guess great way to wrap it up uh, <laughs> it doesn't take uh, evil men to do and then just the the world of the tyranny doesn't come because uh, evil men uh, goose step around and destroy the world it's when the few good men stay in silence and do nothing. Yep. 100%. I, I, I I'm paraphrasing and I probably butchered that quote but so I think it is uh, attributed to uh Adolf if, Hitler. If if anyone's a butcher in that in that scenario it's Adolf Hitler so I think you 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 can take the pass there. Uh but yeah again uh really appreciate it. I think this is a very very good discussion. I think we touched upon a lot of things that we want to talk about neutrality, mm-hmm. you know. uh false equivalencies um mm. you know this idea that uh, you know ethical and moral values are uh, something that you, you can you subjectify and be basically quiet about some and and loud about the others mm-hmm. but um we're not yeah, living think, in, we're not living in a Walt Whitman fantasy of transcendence uh transcendentalism where everybody's sitting around and come by okay yep, we live exactly. in a real world There are, there are difficult decisions to be made. Yeah, there, there are. are. There's, there's, no there's no one says this is going to be easy. So when people come with hard conundrums, I say mm-hmm. to them, admitting my own, uh, uh, you know, ignorance or, uh, you know, elitism, whatever you want to call it, admitting that, but I still say to them, no one said this is going to be easy. Exactly. And what I would add to that is, know your limits yeah, no but not everybody is hor right yeah because keep in mind there were people who realized in madina but for whatever their circumstances they couldn't join imam sam yeah but that's another thing what for nuances hai usme har cheez mein humko yahan par ek black and white nahi now i'm not saying today that you know if you're working for you know Lockheed Martin you go quit your job today right or if you're working for you know uh, the Wall Street you go quit your job no you start exploring how do i get out of this and how much can i handle like look or at the very way, least admitting that this yes. is a conundrum because yes. also conundrum we treat nahi karte kehte hain khair hai whatever main to apna roz roti haq halal ki kama raha hu na and then you're sleeping you're asleep And then, I'm not saying that again, like you said. Not saying that by uh, revolutionary changes, abhi se shuru karo. But eventually, yeah. pathway banana. Yeah, I want to go this direction. I want to go this trip. So I want to, you know, uh, eventually get out of it first. But first, you need to recognize there's a problem. Yeah, and it, uh, and I will leave you actually with a better quote from Shahid Ustad Sultan Jafar. Oh, perfect. Al Ajal to kehte hain, aagaye to kya hoga? Kya hamari tayari? Peesham karenge kya? Absolutely, so, 100%. And, yeah. uh, so you know, Imam is coming. Are you going to be uh, with him, or are you going to be one of those people who are going to be sitting around? You know, Imam, you're an extremist. The Jal is an extremist, so <laughs> I'm going to be neutral. That's another thing. Of, you know, it's a very good thing because ये भी तो मसला होता है ना कि radical changes को हम लोग कभी भी support इसलिए नहीं करते क्योंकि बहुत radical लगते हैं by definition. And we say, यार ये बहुत ज़्यादा हो रहा है यार ये ऐसा नहीं हो सकता. 
Let me ask you this. And when I ask you, I'm not asking you, I'm asking these people. You have a person who has a heart attack. And their heart just stream uh, is like streamlined. Do you not take uh, the defibrillator and you shock them? Right. That's radical. Yeah. Or cut them. Or cut, yeah. cut the body in, in, uh, yeah. into pieces. Yeah, to, to fix something. a very traumatic surgery for the body. Very traumatic. When someone has cancer, what do you do? You chemo the shit out of them. Yep. You don't sit around and go, you know what? Why don't you make a lifetime a lifestyle changes? <laughs> well, right? You are at that point where you need to and radical being radical and extreme isn't bad. It depends on the you on where you are. Exactly. If there's a young child, a young teenager, 18 year old coming out and they see that, you know, if I go work uh, like if I go study petroleum engineering or if I go study this, I'll join this, then don't do that. Go study a field where you can earn a halal lawful earning. And be, be, be okay with that as well. Like be able to look yourself in the mirror. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a lot easier for a 18 year old call or a 22 year old fresh grad to change his career than, you know, someone who's 50, who's at a VP level, director level. I understand that. But the yep. harder, the higher you are, the more um, it's it's like your heart, right? You might need a triple bypass. You, like you know, a, a diet and exercise isn't gonna cut it. Yeah, radical changes we'll have to do. Yeah. Um, again, appreciate your time, man. Uh, Ooh, you know, pleasure. It was a kind of last minute discussion, but I think it was a very good good discussion. I I, 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 I agree. This was a great discussion and a much needed yeah. discussion. Absolutely. And I really enjoyed it as always. And I look forward to welcome you back for another discussion down the line. Sure. And uh, always as always, you're always welcome. So appreciate right, thank it, man. You. Sure. For sure. Right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.